This podcast is produced and distributed by Biz Radio Asheville. To receive the free Biz Radio app, just text the word Asheville to 36260. That's Asheville to 36260. With the app, you can easily enjoy this program and other local programming podcasts on demand. I'm Joanna Patrice Haggerty, and this is In Business with JPH, where we share tips and tools of our community's most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners. Today with me is Nina Hart with Writing from the Top of Your Head. Nina is a writer, performer, and Kaizen Muse creativity coach. She's also a certified Gateless Method writing teacher, which is a method of teaching the art and craft of writing using creative brain science, ancient non-dual teaching, and highly effective craft tools, allowing to writers to access the creative genius inside. Her first collection of short fictions called Somewhere in a Town You Never Knew Existed Somewhere was selected as a short stories finalist and forward reviews Indie Fab Book of the Year Awards. She's the founder of a unique method of teaching, writing called Writing from the Top of Your Head, which helps heartbroken writers work through obstacles and become highly resilient writers. She offers online workshops, retreats, and one-on-one coaching on book projects. Lastly, Nina was an original member of the experimental dance troupe Contraband in San Francisco and played a purple electric bass. She's recorded and performed with numerous bands. And currently she is in love with doing stand-up comedy and storytelling on the stage. I brought Nina here today to talk specifically about her experience of fully stepping into her power as a creative entrepreneur. But first, Nina, thanks for being here. How are you? I am Good. I'm so happy to be on the show. It's one of my favorite people. Thanks so much. And man, even just reading your bio intro, it just really reminds me one of the reasons I wanted you on the show and why I've loved working with you and being a colleague of yours. You are so diverse and creative in your experiences. (laughs) Yeah, that was a long bio. I guess that's me. So, That's uh, you. You are yeah. long-winded in the most beautifully eloquent way I know. <laughs> uh, no one's ever called me long-winded, but thank you. Well, I'll be the first. But yeah, yeah I mean, you and I met through Mountain BizWorks because you were needing some entrepreneurial coaching support, and we've worked together, what, uh, almost two years now? Yeah. Wow. I know. That's <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> Well, like I said, I really wanted to bring you on the show because you are the perfect example of an artist who has spent most of your career having to identify as an entrepreneur. So I'd love to hear just a little bit about your experience and even getting involved with BizWorks and what kind of made you shift into being willing to learn business planning. I know that's a big topic, so. (laughs) Ah. My goodness, I I hope that some of what I have to share uh, today helps creatives out there because, mm. yeah, and, and that is who you work with uh, so well, Joanna, and I think that's such an important offering that, that you specifically want to work with creatives because, um, yeah, that's a big question, but I'll, I'll start with having to realize both my limitations and my strengths mm-hmm. um, as a creative and an entrepreneur, uh, there were 
many things that I was not good at. Um, <laughs> I am good at being right-brained and creative and, uh, you know, developing curriculum and thinking up, you know, writing prompts and being, you know, one-on-one -on -one coaching with, with clients. But when it comes to the treacherous world of uh, websites and marketing and, you know, I ran for from the hills. <laughs> the hills there yeah I you know I got so burned out trying and trying to do it myself and you know the catch is that often you don't have the money to pay for help when you most need it um, yeah. and being right-brained actually being diagnosed with ADHD and learning so much about myself uh, as a different kind of learner, like neurodiverse, I suppose you would call me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had a lot of shame around being different and not understanding and having to ask a lot of questions and still not getting it. And, you know, it takes me like five times longer to design a landing page and <laughs> I'm just like on the floor crawling like a little caterpillar, you know, and, um, moaning. And, you know, so when I heard about how BizWork supports entrepreneurs and specifically women like me who need help, um, and I reached out, it was just like finding heaven. I, I just, you know, starting, starting to work with you and getting the help that I needed and also the executive function uh, support, um, structural tools to plan um, my business in a rational way mm -hmm. <laughs> it, to, to get a scholarship to have that support from you like I, and to be able to you know speak the same language like you <laughs> understood my difficulties and you didn't shame me for them and you know I'd had a few business coaches in the past that didn't understand me <laughs> because you know uh, it's hard yeah and what what good points I mean honestly one of the things that I have loved about watching you grow is watching you break down again these societal roles you know being ADHD you know we all of us in the creative field are alternative learners to some degree and that is what I find to be our superpower but most of the time when I start working with an entrepreneur who has tried some of these tools and some of these methods, they, they do come to, to me broken and some of the ways that you were just expressing feeling inadequate. And so I, I love being able to empower you to find your entrepreneurial dream. And it's funny because that's the work you do in your business, right? You inspire creatives to find their creativity and to overcome their fears and work through their writer blocks but that doesn't mean it's any easier for you to do that in your entrepreneurial endeavors for yourself, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, one thing about, if you know anything about ADHD or even being a creative is that the more you stay in your zone of genius, as uh, Gay Hendricks says in his book, The Big Leap, a uh, mm -hmm. great book, um, you know, you head toward your zone of genius and you hit your head on the wall less and less because yeah. 
for me, yeah, like I really do know how to help creatives work through creative blocks and liberate themselves um, and their voice. That's so true. A lot of what I've actually seen you pivot on is instead of spending all of this time focusing on a landing page, which for those of you who don't understand the digital world, that's just one particular sales page. Um, For musicians, that would be maybe an event you're highlighting or your merchandise you're selling, but it's just one specific quote unquote sales page. Um, and instead of you spending all of this time learning all of this, the tasks to link this thing to that thing and the payment to that, you've started to be more comfortable getting to the place of focusing on your zone of genius, making the money you need so you can hire other people to do that work. <laughs> right. And admitting to yourself, like, you don't have to do it all by yourself. You don't have to be alone in this. You can get help. And, you know, help is a sign of maturity, which I never realized I was mature. But in fact, even when I was emailing you and asking if you would be willing to sort of be a vulnerable person and talk about your journey of, of learning things you don't know. And you and I, we sit and hit project management hard sometimes. And is that fun? No, not always. But was that the thing you needed to identify for you and your business? Yes. And and just watching you even be resistant to step into this radio show and speak about that journey shows how ingrained those things are in us as artists and creative entrepreneurs. <laughs> right, right. And Yes, I definitely had that, like, can I really talk about this? And, you know, the truth is I'm really happy to because, you know, had I learned this early on in my, you know, I started writing from the top of your head in 2013, and I loved teaching. I did live workshops, and then I started realizing, oh, my gosh, I have to market. I have to get a website together, and, you know, suddenly I was in this, you know, burnout zone for a few years before I actually had enough compassion for myself to realize like I can't I'm not I'm not good at this part so yes having you there you know holding my hand through having to look at you know planning and structure and you know without um, you know you saw me cry through some sessions yeah you know, but having you there was, it made all the difference. Well, and just, and realizing again, where it is uh, something I don't know, and it's a skill I have to learn, or getting enough basic knowledge that you realize it's a skill you don't want to learn. One of our, my other clients that I work with a lot, you know, William, you and I parallel a lot for me in, in my education, and he spent six months building his website, and he just told me at our last coaching meeting that he would probably never do that again. <laughs> but he learned that process deeply and intimately. And so one of the things I would love for you to talk about is a little bit of what this journey has looked like at any point when you started getting into the education or where you are now. I mean, you went from doing online work to wanting to get offline to having COVID hit to jumping back online to now actually working on getting your LLC up and running. So any part of that journey that feels like a good learning lesson for our audience, I would love for you to expound on. Yeah. Well, you know, the truth is, um, as you said, like I have to choose my battles. I have <laughs> Do I want to spend six months on a website or do I want to get some help? And, you know, this works actually, uh, helped me with Steffi who helped me on my website mm-hmm. and um, 
you know, but the truth is, like, I do know a lot now. I have learned a lot, and I'm very proud of that. <laughs> um, and um, I do have the strength to ask for, you know, choose my battles. So, like, I am starting a teacher certification program um, so I can train people to teach writing from the top of your head in schools or in their communities. Um, and I most particularly want to train artists who are in need of gainful employment. Um, it's one of my visions to help, mm. you know, serve artists to make a living. And so I'm starting this certification program, but I started looking at contracts. I started looking at like, how do I trademark what I do and copyright? And I, I ran into this huge sort of roadblock of like, I don't even know, like LLC, the whole thing, <laughs> right? And then BizWorks, like gave, you gave me a link to a law firm that does pro bono work for entrepreneurs. And lo and behold, like now I have an actual team of lawyers mm. working for me in Charlotte who are, yeah, they're doing the LLC, the contracts, the trademark, copyright stuff that would have taken me years. Like I would not have actually accomplished my vision and thus not eventually helped other artists, you know, right. this work. Like, and honestly, at one point you wouldn't have even opened your mind to that idea, right? So you had to realize that so much of this work is internal and, and yeah. knowing where you are, knowing your skill set is. And now to have you email me, you know, three months down the road and be like, Hey, I'm meeting with lawyers and we're LLCing this and being open to reaching out for the support. This is Matt on biz radio. He talks about this all of the time. Our town is here. If you have no money and you need a lawyer for something, call us, we will find an answer. Now, is it always perfect? Is it always the most affordable right off the bat. Are you going to have to work for it? Of course. That's what being an entrepreneur is. But you are such a good poster child, in my opinion, for, for dealing with your own mindset blocks so that you can achieve success. And this scaling aspect is so valuable. You don't have to be the person teaching your amazing writing method over and over and only getting paid by the hour now, right? Exactly. And, you know, Again, because curriculum design makes me so happy. Like designing a teacher training manual like floats my boat. Like so, yeah. it's not like I'm scaling. Cause I mean, it's great to scale and to not have to keep doing you know the teaching thing all the time. But totally. At the same time, it's like I'm so excited to train teachers because I really I see it. I can feel it. What and that's so what happens, right? You have these artists, like you talked about, we are just nickel and diming our time and we're terrified our bills aren't going to get paid. So we'll take any, anything, you know, you and I have been in this position, both of our careers at times where we were saying, great, any contract that comes across my door, I'm taking. But when you can really pivot and really find your zone of genius, trust the work you're doing, you can move strategically into something that is going to make you more money and is really truly what you want to be doing that's the beauty is money isn't working against us it's working for us when we when we do it the right way <laughs> yes yes that gives me such chills the way you articulated that thank you joanna mm. it, it really is where we're headed and i think entrepreneurs you know literally we go over mountain tops 
repeatedly. And, and just when we think we've gotten to the top, we, we look and we're like, oh my gosh, like the Everest dream. <laughs> and, you know, to actually feel like finally, like we are at that place you talked about where we are actually following our vision and what we are best at and we finally can do it. Like that's the goal. And it's it. To have that faith that you can do that and the help to do it is, is really, um, there are many times where I didn't believe it and to start believing it is, it makes it all worthwhile. And it's so fair that my artist community and those creative alternative learners feel that way. And I mean, only fair because society has done that, not fair because we deserve that. But it, every single one of us has had many people tell us that being creative isn't a job and that you'll never make money. What's your real job going to be? We've all challenged that externally and internally. And again, all you have to do is say, you know what? We are in a new world. I mean, so many of my coaching clients I've been working with the last couple of years have actually had some of their more successful years this year in the midst of a global pandemic and and how powerful is that that we're stepping into our true superpowers how i look at it <laughs> yes yeah and you know absolutely and i have also seen like surprisingly oh in a pandemic like if you're willing to pivot and be creative and flexible like i have uh one of my uh coaching clients is a lawyer who has had so much success from going through my online program and learning how to be creative that she's offered, she's in DC and she's offered to be an intern for me and <laughs> uh, start marketing my work like widely. Wow. And like, <laughs> so yes, to see uh, the possibilities within this pandemic uh, and that it can work online and, and you can stretch further. Um, Absolutely. And I, I also just want to say, like, what you were saying about artists and what we go through about our self-esteem and, you know, making money. And I think it is a societal thing and we have to fight it and we have to feel our worth and remember, like, how much we have to give. Yeah. And I remember this one meeting I had with you, Joanna, where, where it was online during the pandemic. and. <laughs> You know, you were just talking to me about money and I was in tears and you were, you know, you really, it was like my mindset around deservability yeah. as an artist and years of being an artist. I was a dancer in San Francisco for years and, you know, playing music and, you know, $25 gigs and, you know, $26 I made from a stand-up comedy, mm. you know, and it's like, yay, I got paid. It, it's sort of like, well that's you know we have to stand up for ourselves yes it's time so it is time and 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 our role is to challenge society what is the point of art is to bring emotion to the table and to have the hard conversations that politics can't do the same way artists do and and right now with all of the unrest i mean Politically, we won't even step into that world, Nina, but you and I understand our artists need to stand on the forefront of building a new world. And of course, we're going to be challenged. We've had corporations trying to capitalize on our creativity forever. And so, yeah, of course, it's going to be a battle. We're not going to be given it freely. And 
you know, have our ego stroked to the nth degree. But I believe that I see the purpose and working with you and working with these other creative artists, watching them make more money, watching them make smart pivots, watching them grow and take their leadership role. It, it just seems to validate why we should be fighting this fight right now. Beautifully said. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I have chills again. It, we need to be having these discussions and I'm glad you have this platform, you know, because we can't be in hiding. We have to be honest and real and come out with our, our the hard things that we go through and the, our victories too and, you know, encourage each other. And so thank you for having this platform. I mean, and, and thank you for the work that you do. It's so funny. I'm a creative entrepreneurial coach, but the retreat I went that you had last year terrified me. I cried at your retreat having to do writing for myself, right? So we're all needed in this journey and we are all collectively here together. And I know we have to wrap up soon. So I really want to give you a chance to let the listeners know the best way to connect with you and connect with writing from the top of your head, including you're offering a free creativity call, right? Yes, I am. Um, and you're going to leave that link in the notes, right? Yes, we'll make sure we put that in there too, so. Yeah, yeah, so uh, thanks. You can go to www.writingfromthetopofyourhead.com, the longest URL ever, <laughs> and I won't give it up. I and, love you. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, I think, uh, you can check out my website and get a feel for all the variety of things that I do, you know, from writing salons to one-to-one -one coaching. And But a 30-minute call, like, if you're really struggling as a creative, like, I work with writers, but also any kind of artist. Like, if you want to get your voice uh, out there into the world, I love being the midwife. So... <laughs> She's really good at it, guys, I promise. So please, you reach out and check out. And she also does free um, creativity chats with groups, too. So please hop onto her website, check her out. Nina, thank you so much for being here. Oh, I'm so honored. <laughs> and as always, I am Joanna Patrice Haggerty, and this is In Business with JPH, where we share tips and tools of our community's most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners. Thanks so much for tuning in and please connect with me by downloading the biz radio app or email at genuinelyjph at gmail.com or on Instagram, which is where I'm the most active and that's at jph.creative and you can send any show suggestions or questions you may have. Thank you so much and stay creative. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.